Hi, I'm Zach. I'm playing Kanea, the wizard. Hi, I'm Nathan. I'm playing Iltani, the scion. I'm JD. I'm playing Kurul, the mage. And I'm Ryan, and I'm playing Tarhunas, the assassin. And this is the Chimera Cast, a Dungeon World actual play podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ChimeraCast. left off, Kanea had just done some really cool things. He had gone to visit his brother and seen his great ancestor, his grandfather, and spoke to him about the importance of the elves and who was actually in charge, the city elves or the elf army in the deserts. We then turned camera face over to Karul, who performed a shadow puppet play, pulling the strings of his three influenced people inside of the city. He gathered information equally and importantly parallel to Kanea's, finding out the importance of the elves, the importance of finding the source of the trouble, and the importance of other things to be determined. Now the camera pans down to Tarhunas and Iltani, on their way to gather more information in the city of Jitaka. I believe you guys' plan, and correct me if I'm wrong, was that uh, you were going to try to capture one of the members of the like desert elf group who are currently running riot through the city uh, in order to extract information out of its mind to find out where the general is, then then go after the general. Was that yes. right? That's kind of what I remember. Yes. That is, yeah, that that's is what we right. said. Okay, cool. So give us the scene. Like, Kanea had that moment leaving the, the, the old elvish theater buried beneath the, the newer Jatakin human settlement. While Karul, like, you know, stayed stayed down and did his puppet play. You two, are you are you leaving together or are you leaving separately? I think we're leaving together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then I imagine we're all taking different routes. So as you emerge, uh, what do we think we, like, see first? Like, the, the glare of the sun hits and after that, that fades out, right? What is the current state around you? So Karul stayed in the theater and Kanea went to essentially more residential areas, right? Albeit affluent, but the more yeah. residential areas. We're probably heading toward the market square then, right? Where does the route that like the secret route lead to is I think what I'm going for. So we leave the theater and the the underground entrance to this to said dilapidated theater, and we begin making our way toward the square of town and we pass I think a good deal more looting and mm-hmm. raising where there was arm-to-arm fighting and combat where Kanea mm. went through. What we're seeing is them gathering supplies mostly. So yeah. when, when Kanea emerged, it was like actually, you know, fighting between groups in the street. And when you guys are emerging, it's more like people taking advantage of the city being in chaos. Yes, as yeah. as well as the elves attempting to take what goods they can Got to you. supply their to supply their army, which is taking on another front, probably more of the government buildings as well as the 
affluent housing that we saw. Right. So if you guys are close to the square, then we talked about the fact that there was actually a market district for Jataka that was like close to the docks, right? Is mm-hmm. that where you guys came out from and are at, or is you, you think you're more centrally located still? I think maybe we came out there and are moving towards more of a like central where uh, the that food stand that we ate at was, and where like a mm. lot more of the like the fairgrounds where like a lot of the entertainment and stuff was. Okay, cool. How are you guys making your way through all of this madness without getting swept up in it? So Tarhunas turns towards Iltani, sort of like puts a hand out to stop her. Can you climb? Why? As you say that, a window shatters and like a chair goes flying out into the street. I mean, I suppose they wouldn't have tempered glass, so probably not a window, but like, you know, a door gets kicked down. (sighs) I suppose I see your point, yeah. I can go up and drop a rope down to you if it's more convenient. That would be really nice of you. Thank you. Yeah, Tarhunas starts climbing up one of these like, tenement buildings yeah uh give me a defy danger plus con uh seven as you are climbing up right you get a glance through a window and you see a child probably around your son's age cowering underneath a bed they appear to be alone you hear like trampling uh, and probably see somebody rush past the hallway that leads into that room that the child is in. You can keep climbing. There's nothing stopping you. No, Tarhunas goes in the window. <laughs> you come in and like in older kid thought, right? Drop the covers over the bed and you can hear them scuttle backwards and like up against the wall. They're definitely afraid of you. Iltani, what are you doing? Tarhunas just disappeared through the window. What about me? Tarhunas? Ah. The rope drops out of the window. Thank you. You have rope, I assume. Yeah, I have a rope and a grappling hook still written down. Cool. I actually expect you to totally ignore me, so that's that's kind of fun. She's going to test the rope to make sure you're not playing a trick, and I'm going to climb up there. When you get up there, Tarhunas, what are you doing? I think you see Tarhunas crouched at the side of the bed. You guys hear something break down below. I know I look scary, but you can trust me. I have a boy your age. I'm just waiting for Iltani to do something, too. We don't have time for this, Tarhunas. We're going to make time. Fine, fine. Hurry up. And I'm gonna is I'm gonna go out the door. There's just one entrance to the room, right? Yeah. I'm gonna go out the door and look out in the hallway. Is there anybody else out here? In this like crooked narrow hallway, I don't think you see anybody currently, but certainly you hear activity around and probably in a room not too not too far down the way. A general shouting. It's hard because it's all mixed in with the violence from the streets and like the, the cacophonous like crowd noise, right? Tarhana says of right now, I think you're sitting on a Defy Danger plus Charisma, but I think you have a deep potential to turn this into a parlay. You just got to do it. So far, the child is not reacting to you. They're trying to pretend that they're not there. Yeah, yeah. So I think Tarhunas is going to dig in to his like belt pouch where he'd keep some quick rations on him and pull out. It's like uh, fat and seeds and nuts and berries, kind of like a very primitive power bar kind of thing. Listen, I'm, I'm not very good with kids, but I will get you out of here. You just have to lower that blanket a little bit. Yeah, go ahead and give me a parlay. <laughs> Oof. Well, like, apparently uh, kids are scared. Who would have thought? Four. <laughs> Wonderful. Iltani, you hear the pounding of heavy feet on the stairs coming up into the hallway. 
Ah, here we go. A large man on the like the heavy set side kind of comes bounding up and he has a wild look in his eyes. He turns to the room next to like next to him, right? The the entryway that you had heard noises through and says, There's a pretty thing up here. Come on. And then begins like stalking towards you, Iltani. God. He has a worn dagger in his hands. What do you do? Tarhonis, you're probably not aware of this. Yeah. So he's at the end of the hall, right? He's not like in my immediate vicinity. Though he's coming, he's coming here. She's coming at you, but yeah, not right next to you at this point. You're not like reacting to a stabbing. Yeah, point. okay. I'm going to back into the room with Tarhunas. Someone's coming, Tarhunas, and I'm not getting killed for you, all right? I'm going to the roof, and I'm going to crawl out through the window and start climbing up to the roof. Excellent. You head out, I think, and right as you are going to head up the window, these two figures, first the heavy set man and then a wiry man come through, so both of them pretty sketchy looking. Yeltani, give me a Define Ninja Plus Con to continue climbing. It's a nine. Nine. Okay. You first go to launch yourself up, and the first handhold you're able to grab crumbles. It's an old rotted piece of wood. You didn't realize it. You're going to be hanging there for a minute as these two enter the room. Tarhunas, what do you do? What would you say the, the like light situation is in the room? Is it a little uh, shadowy in here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think there's the window, and that's the only source of light, right? They didn't have candles or lamps lit in here. Radical. The they, just ha- they just had natural light. So I'm going to s- try to summon up some devouring shadows right in the doorway where they are. And are they already in the room? I think the heavy set man is in the room. The like wiry one is not. Okay. Darnus looks at the lead one as these... like writhing shadow tentacles sort of start creeping around the doorway and he kind of gives him a ferocious grin not like obviously not a like i'm happy to see you and i'm pleased to meet you this boy is protected leave now and the tentacles have the terrifying tag go ahead and read the move i think because I want to make sure that we yes. are all on the same so page. So when you whisper words of binding to shadows, you can wield them as a weapon with the tags precise, reach, area, and terrifying. The terrifying tag, um, I think, will let you... This is still kind of a parley with a threat of violence being like what you're doing. It is. It does seem charisma-y to me. With- yeah, the big thing I was curious about is, is it, is it a parley or is it a defy danger plus charisma? Because doesn't parley say you have leverage on them? Well, the leverage is the fact that, like... Is the terrifying weapons? Yeah. I, I, I would give you that, yeah. You can normally threaten violence. All right, here's what we're going to do. Parley, as normal, like, plus charisma, but then give yourself a plus one because of the terrifying tags. Like, you definitely right. should okay. have, like, an additional advantage because of that tag to the yeah. roll. That tracks. Uh, that's an 11. These two dudes are not about to deal with this shit. They're looking for easy victims. Like, they're not actually looking for a fight, right? And then when they saw Iltani, they're like, ooh, like, you look rich and you're a woman. Like, we can definitely murder you. But then they're like, oh, fucking Shadow Whip Boy. That's not what we signed up for. I think even rather than being, like, trying to play it cool and be like, uh, uh, well, we'll go somewhere else and find something. Like, it's not that. They just go like, fuck, what the fuck? And then they just back out of the room <laughs> and run back down the hallway. And you, you hear their boots, like, you know, run away. Okay, Iltani, you've been kind of saved. Uh, you're able to, to continue your climb. You find another handhold. That's good. And you can get up to the roof if that's still your plan. That is still my plan. I'm going to sit on the on the ledge of the roof and wait for wait for Tarhunas. Cool. 
Tarhunas, you're holding two scary shadow whips in your hand. And you're trying to convince a child that you're not scary. Yeah. <laughs> Tarhunas puts the shadow whips away, lets them dissipate. Just the, with the shadows in the room return to normal. Last chance. You can come with me or you can stay here, but those sheets won't protect you for long. You're playing this a little tougher. It's still probably charisma. This feels more like a defy danger to me yeah. than a parley. I think yeah. Tarhunas knows that if he stays here, he's going to like have to kill everybody in the building, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no moral compunction for him about doing that. Yeah, but that, it is yeah. annoying, though. Yeah. It's going to take a while. That's no, like 15 whole minutes. And I've had my nose broken so many times. <laughs> it's a six. Huh? Uh, if only Eltani was in the room. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't help anyway. Yeah, I don't think well, Eltani would be like. How can I make this less appealing? That was we don't why need I a left. kid. It was like I yeah. don't want to. I don't want to get in a fight before something I don't want to be doing anyway. Exactly. I feel. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you would actually interfere and be like, we don't have time to take a child with us on an excursion. That's why I'm just sitting on the roof, just legs dangling over, watching people get massacred oh in the streets. God. I absolutely okay. am. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean. I guess I didn't really describe this very well, but it wasn't like I ran out of the room scared. I like kind of backed no, yeah. up. And yeah, sk- yeah, I backed up and skipped and danced and jumped out the window. Danced. I always imagine, for whatever reason, I imagine Iltani like walking around kind of childishly, and I didn't really describe. It is that. a new. It is a new body. This child does not. They're they're very stuck right now. Yeah, they're not reacting to you. I assume that's it for you. Yeah, I mean, I think with the six minus, he doesn't really have any choice. He pieces out the window. Excellent. You saying anything? I think he does the thing where he like goes to say something and realize, like, I don't know, what's he gonna say? Kid's probably gonna get fucking killed. Why don't you just grab the kid? Yeah, I mean, I assume that the six minus was. I mean, the kid's something not something more. The kid is not excited to if go. If that's with still him. an option, I, yeah, I guess Tarhunas. Well, it's just, they're not going to go. Snags just grabs through the blankets, grabs the kid, maybe even bundles him up. Kind of. How old is this child? How old is your son? Eight. Eight. He was. Yeah. He, he's been eight for like twenty years. <laughs> really yeah. Has. Well, yeah, how, right, how long has it been? Because then he's much older. No, it's probably it's probably two years. I would say ten. Ten. Two years of magic time. Ten yeah. feels right. Yeah. Okay. More to the point, though, the last time that Tarhunas saw his son, he was probably eight, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's... Mm. Okay. Well, then Tarhunas grabs the sheet off the bed and throws it, like, off to the side. He just picks this kid up and peeks out the, the door to the room, looking for stairs to the stairs up. So as soon as you grab this kid, they are going to bite your arm. You're not, you're not going to take any damage. It just hurts. Yeah. Probably the arm's going to be weird to use. Take a minus one just forward to the next time you have to make a roll that involves your primary hand. Does he draw blood or no? Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I want to know how like kind of invested and scared this kid is. He's really scared. Oh, he's super fucking scared. <laughs> but I imagine Tar- Tarhunas is holding him upside down and he's like kicking his feet and just like smashing his bare feet into Tarhunas's face and biting his underarm. And, like, this is not a pleasant or idyllic rescue. Yeah, now it's just, like, well-intentioned kidnapping. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Darwinus. Always the paragon of goodness. This actually is perfect, because the whole main thing you wanted with Tarhunus was that you were you didn't want to be viewed as, a, as like, a thug. Yeah. But you have trouble escaping that. that. His job is thug, so it's hard to come home from work and, you know, just leave it at the door. 
He's a thug all the time. Give me a discern realities if you're looking for a way up. Okay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's another six. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, the child wriggles out of your grasp and runs down the hallway towards the stairs down. Screaming, I should add. Wonderful. Iltani, you hear a child screaming, <laughs> and Tarhunas has not yet emerged from the room. What do you do? It's been like 10 minutes, right? Yeah, it's been a while, yeah. This is taking way longer than it should. And she was sitting on the ledge just watching everybody loot and people get in fights, and it was fun for a little while, but this is getting boring now. And she leans back and kicks her legs in the air and then does a full, like, rolls back onto her feet and stands up and cracks her back. Let's go see what he's up to. What went wrong, idiot? Like, start climbing down the side of the building back to the window. Yeah, I'm not going to make you roll for that. That's fine. When you get to the room, Tarhunas is not there. <sighs> Into the hallway. So we should cut back a couple seconds because, Tarhunas, what did you do after the child wriggled out of your grasp? Shadow jotted further down the stairs to try to catch him before he can get down to where everybody else is. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have to roll for your shadow jot, right? Go ahead and read yeah, that out loud. It's I, plus I, think, I think we've done this on the cast, but whatever. Uh, when you whisper words of passage and step into shadows or darkness, roll plus int on a 10 plus you instantly reappear anywhere within near range on a seventh or nine choose one you reappear a few meters from your intended destination putting you in a spot you reappear several seconds later you leave something behind when you disappear so yeah he like grabs the railing to the stairs and jumps down into like the shadows between where the stairs sort of spiral down that's a 10 so you you have to jaunt to somewhere that you can see, right? So you're actually going to jaunt above the child, and then you, like, fall down in front of it on the stairs, landing, like, coolly, but also really scarily, because you're fucking yeah, I know. massive, like, <laughs> massive with sharpened dude teeth. who worships death. <laughs> so, Iltani, yeah, when you emerge into the hallway, there is no one there. <sighs> All right, well look down one end of the hall and down the other and just kind of start lazily walking toward the stairs. I'm not rushing at all, but I'm totally expecting to see Tarhunas crying in a pool of child blood or something. Tarhunas, you've landed in front of the child who lets out another, like, yelp. What do you do? Yeah. At this point, they're pretty frozen in place, I think. Mm -hmm. Tarhunas looks him in the eye and points down to where there's, like, the, the sounds of the men down below. They will kill you. I haven't yet. Trust me, I'm trying to save you. That's a, that's probably another parley. I think you're out of opportunities for charisma rolls. Do you think so? I don't. Two two fails is pretty tough. Two I mean, fails is this, tough. And this you might, I mean, I'll just try to true, grab him again. This, yeah. this, yeah, you're getting close to the point of no return where we got to escalate this beyond. I don't know if there's any chance the kid would be like, yeah, I'll totally go with you now. Yeah, that's true. That's actually a really good point. I agree. I think they just bolt. Iltani, a child comes running, screaming up the stairs <laughs> at you. I'm going to levitate them. Yeah, go ahead and do your thing. Okay, telekinesis. When you mentally manipulate an object, you can see roll plus int, and then in this case, plus one, as it's no larger than a halfling. So, plus three total. That's a 13. Yeah, you levitate this child. Yeah, on a 10 plus, I can slowly move the object about as long as I can see it. So, they just slowly start lifting off the ground as they attempt to keep running. As they're screaming and terrified, obviously. And I just stand there with my arms crossed as Tarhunas comes up the stairs. Thank you. You're welcome. 
And Tarnus just kind of like walks past with whatever dignity he has left. None. We can talk about <laughs> this on the roof. That's cool. We can just cut to the roof because I don't. I'm not gonna make you guys roll again to roll, and then you have this child levitating, so you can control where it's going, right? Yeah. What do you want to do with this kid? You're taking this. I have a question here, actually. Huh? Yeah. We have it in canon that the only male mages that can serve the Shah are eunuchs. What's the deal with women mages and children when it comes to serving the Shah as a, as a mage or as a wizard? So, Iltani is, at the very least, a special case, as I have a vat-grown body, essentially. Mm. Iltani certainly can't reproduce. I don't think they gave her any such organs. I'm not sure that she has a strictly biological body. I like that. Yeah, I was curious what, like, Iltani's relationship was with the whole... Are you also implying that Iltani's indoctrination into this particular sect happened after something had already happened to her body? Was she doing this type of stuff before she became... A part of the Shah's imagery. In an earlier episode, I had talked a little bit about she has a, we'll call a special type of mind, mm-hmm. which the the difference between mind and soul as we describe them in the game are kind of hazy, and I don't really know where to draw that line, but Iltani can exist in different bodies. That was why she had no problem switching bodies with uh, Silic or Najaz. Najaz. Her identity's not tied to like a physicality. Basically, my main question, I guess, was when did she come under the employ of the Shah? Was this after? Is this an innate power she's always had that she has done from a young age? Yes. All right. That's kind of where I wanted to get. This has been happening forever. So she's kind of a special case in that way. It's not like she her powers awakened like X-Men. She has always kind of been a fluid mind since she was a, a quote unquote kid. Mostly what I'm attending to suggest is that she is special in the sense that her personality exists, as Brian said, absent of the body that she's in. Mm -hmm. I mean, her like wizard name is Iltani fucking Evermind. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean that. Yeah. You've definitely been, you've probably been multiple people at once, let alone like she's probably multiple people right now. Yeah. I like that. That was something that was genuinely interesting to me. She's probably existed for hundreds of years, even if, in reality, she's only existed for 20 years because she's existed at parallel lives. She's a hive mind. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a fantastic way to actually like kind of sum it up for the, for the listeners at home. I think that's actually something that just needed to be stated. I think that brings a lot of weight to a lot of things that you're doing. Some of that I had brought up before, but I, I think we've honed this a lot more than I actually had. I like really like the idea of her being a hive mind. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. You're carrying this. Fine. I'm going to drop the kid, and they, like, just land on the floor hard. Oh. Start walking toward the Ouch. walking toward the door. Probably start crying. Turnus crouches down where the kid is on the ground again. If you stick by me, I can protect you. And he points to Iltani as she's walking away. But if you try to run away again, she will eat you. Oh. <laughs> what a dad answer to things. This kid's probably not going to, like, get up and walk with you right now. But if you pick it up, I don't think it's going to have. You can just do so. Yeah. Tarnus picks him up and puts him on his shoulders. This is fine for now, but it, if trouble happens, hide. And he follows after Iltani. Cool. You guys are going to make your way up to the roof. I don't think I'm going to have you roll again. Whatever. Jesus Christ. Let's get this game going. Um, <laughs> you're able to move across the city. I think things are pretty dense, so it's probably not too difficult most of the time. Where are you two headed right now? So I think Tarhunas points to like a taller building. Up there, 
We can watch from out there. When we see where they're coming from, we should be able to ambush one of them. So what's the plan exactly? Are we to jump down and intercept them? Or are you going to do your shadows? Mechanical point of fact, I have enough XP to level up. I don't know if you guys would be amenable to it, but I was going to take translocate, which lets me jaunt with more than one person. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah that makes plot sense right now, so sure. Okay. I'm pretty certain I can take us both. Excuse me? I'm not going through your shadows. No. You bring them to me, and I'll... And she, like, makes a gesture with her hand toward, like, somebody's head. They're not my shadows, but... <sighs> fine. Good. You like that one? She points to the building that you're pointing at. Has a nice view of the city. After you. Tarhunas starts, like, kind of making his way between these tenement buildings and shops and stuff making his way up as much as he can i'm gonna step back and let zach dm shit you make your way towards the building jd i am interested in follow in pushing a question your way this is one of the taller buildings we are in the you said we're, we're kind of getting in the poorer area of town yeah like where people live yeah, where, like, the regular class of folks. Yeah, are. it's, like, prime middle to lower middle class. Yeah. JD, why is this building so big? What is housed inside of it that, you know, makes it one that has been built upon itself multiple times? Mm. Once upon a time, the elves that lived in this area, what eventually became Jataka, needed some help from an architecturally-minded young man who, at one point, began constructing a tower. After the, the scaffolding, the shell was put in place, things occurred and that man left and it was never finished. However, the structure that was left there is incredible. It's very, very well supported. Uh, it doesn't seem to ever need repairs or anything. And so people just build things onto it and into it because it will support it. And those things are transient and continue to shift. But this big tower in the middle of what otherwise is, a, is essentially like a, a non-noteworthy kind of slum... Uh, is taken advantage of, but definitely sticks out. Fantastic. You guys are able to come into this building with no problem, but I want each of you to describe something that feels eerily peculiar as you walk through this kind of giant mishmash of merchants, people trying to live, I imagine homelessness, just a bunch of different things. What feels peculiar inside of this building I think because of the the way Ypsilanti planned the tower, it's not like straight up and down. We don't have to like go in at the ground floor, right? There's like a wooden bridge from one building into the next. And the way that the, the tower kind of undulates in and out has allowed floors and like rings to be built going up. Mm-hmm. And so the stonework on the, the outside of the building is solid. There's no masonry. When we were at the Dimension, it was like that pink stone, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's a stone that's more native to this region. And it's just like one solid piece is what it looks like. Like the whole building. The whole building looks like it was carved, but obviously not any human hands that did it. Yeah. They could almost say that it it looked like it was grown out of the earth. Right. Yeah. Closer than made. And furthermore, what else is peculiar is the effect this building has on the people within it. I think that this building, large as it is, is community in and of itself. There's a market within here, as well as a variety of living spaces. and It's like the dread buildings or whatever. Yeah, the arcologies. Arcology, thank you. But people in here aren't acting like the people outside. 
There's no riot going on in here. For the most part, they seem to be going about things normally. Whether they're aware of the outside or not, we're unsure. But what chaos there is has yet to spill in here, and it's oddly serene as we walk through that wooden bridge into the building and then out and around as we make our way to the top floor. Yeah, I think you're met by people who are so oddly pleasant. In the streets, at the market, you would be shouted down and haggled with, and no one would dare just say hello. People are bustling to and for. But as you're walking your way out, you're seeing like families, market people who are just like, hello, have a wonderful day. Maybe like the softest gesture at commerce, please sample our products. They're beautiful, you know, fruits that are just sitting on these stands. This particular salesman has like a tray of a split open native fruit. What's that native fruit, Ryan, to the area of Jataka? Oh, I think it's like a, it looks kind of like a pomegranate, but when you break it open, it's bright gold on the inside. Oh. And like almost like a, with a syrup that's kind of honey-like called lion fruit because of the way the outside is kind of shaggy. It looks like a lion's mane. Like it's like a hairy fruit. Yeah, 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 and then you break it open to get to it. Hiltani, how long has it been since you've had a lion fruit? Tarhunas, I love lion fruit. Would you buy me some? I haven't had it in years. She's just looking at you and smirking. Of course, Hiltani. Anything for you. And Tarhunas will go over and buy some. And then he takes his knife out and he cuts it. Not in half, but in like a, a semblance into two pieces, but one is clearly bigger than the other. He hands the one piece up to the kid, the bigger piece, and hands Iltani one, the smaller piece. Thank you. And just just takes it and doesn't acknowledge that at all. The kid greedily eats the, the lion fruit, right? Like, scarfs it down. Mm-hmm. Like he hasn't eaten in probably the past, you know. 10 hours or however long yeah. this is, this whole situation has been going forward. Do you like just like fold it in half and then almost drink it? I th- yeah. yeah. It's probably like you like shovel it into your mouth yeah, I was gonna with say, your yeah, fingers and you then drink scoop the it syrup. Out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hell yeah. I have no uh, interest in kind of stalling you up here mm. inside of this. So I think that you guys are able to get to the top of this building. You find a, a beautifully serene garden. There's Let's say there's like a, a hedge maze on top because of course there is no one even keeps track of it it keeps track of itself no there's a golem that keeps track of it oh who's just always oh, lived up here of course there's jd what's that golem's name oh man okay hold on i have a... <laughs> hang on i have a list <laughs> <laughs> no worse i have a system <laughs> i love it <laughs> pyrox p-y-r-o-x p-y-r-o-x pyrox is he programmed to greet people as they come up to the roof, or is he just does he just do his job? Probably just does his job. I think that I think this is like much earlier than Ypsilanti being able to make personalities. Okay, you guys actually come upon Purox, who is trimming the hedge, and the one problem is that the hedge goes about you know eleven to twelve feet high, and it walls off the whole outside of the roof. You come out near like one of the outside corners, right? As the stairway makes itself up, but the hedge creates an encapsulation around it. Well, fuck. I could stand on your shoulders. Perhaps I could stand on yours. Do you even know what you're looking for? I assume a large group of people 
well, elves, breaking into the city. I, I know what an insurgent force looks like. Yes, but have you been trained to pick out enemy forces moving with stealth through an urban environment? They look like you. I imagine the kid is just sitting on your shoulder now. They gave up fighting a long time ago. Yeah, he's got sticky lion fruit all over his face. And Darkness has it all over his fucking hair. Besides, there's already someone on my shoulders. To that point, I'm not holding both of you either. Tarhunas grabs the kid and up over, puts him down on the ground, makes the, like, foot saddle with his hands. Fine, get on. And yeah, I'm going to climb up on Tarhunas' shoulder and look over the, the edge of the hedge maze, over the edge of the building. Fantastic. You are able to do so, and you are met with a sight that uh, you haven't been able to see yet. People as tiny ants, you are high up in the sky. Discern realities. It's a nine. So I get one question. You want eight on that? I like that. I do. That sounds good. What do you see? Not a lot, to be honest. We're pretty high up. The people look like bugs. If I focus a bit, I should be able to figure something out, but... Isn't that how everybody looks to you anyway? She shifts on your shoulder a little bit and stands, like, on your neck a little harder. Stop it. I could throw you off of here. Listen. Look for alley mouths. Look for places where a large group of people could move without being seen. Don't look at the crowds. Look around the crowds. That's good. Yeah, roll an aid. Six. <laughs> Wonderful. You still have a nine. So his advice sucks. Look around the crowds. <laughs> but I have surface thoughts. When I discern realities, I can ask the GM what thinking creatures are nearby, how many, and in which general direction. I want to know, as that kind of implies, what the moving group from outside the city is into the city. And I think I should be able to feel that. I really like this. And I think what kind of gives you pause is you take under advisement Tarhunas's great advice to check the alleys. You know, you're trying to do that. You're like, alley, alley, nothing, nothing. Eventually, you actually do just see a giant group marching down a main thoroughfare of the city. But I think, Ryan, always like, walk me back if you feel like this is too much. You don't immediately recognize it because they're using some of the banners of the main city as a cover. And they're just going through and pretending to be the city's army. As they're walking through and taking shit so that people will just get out of their way. So they have like patchwork armor pieces of the city guard and just shitty improvised like banners that just, you know, have the insignia of this of the main city on them. Had we established that the army of the city contained elves? We have established that the personal guard of some of the the adjudicators have been like brainwashed elves. So is it a far stretch to say that some of uh, the Army is, no. is elf? No, but they'd all be elves that were like born in the city and yep. in, indoctrinated since. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, th I think it's not a far stretch for them to impersonate the guard and they're just ransacking the place. But yeah, it takes you a moment to realize that, to see through their poor disguises. And what was the rest? Where are they? What are they doing? What thinking creatures are nearby? How many and in what general direction? To be fair, I'm not sure how much I can really see. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I could feel the movements much better, which is something Iltani is more equipped to do anyway. In the sense of you could feel that coordinated assault between the people? Is that what you mean? I mean that 
the larger movements of the city I would be aware of. I was attempting to feel the ebb and flow from the city where people are actually leaving, rather coming in, and those would be the elves. If we see that top down, you're seeing people kind of going back and forth and looting, marauding, and you see this force just billow into the city. And it it just seems militaristic in purpose, right? Compared to what you see in the general chaos of the streets, you see these people filter in and it, it feels like they're almost systematically trying to take what they can, then moving forward as if they're moving on a track. They have a place to go and they know exactly what they're doing. Great, but that takes a while. That had stopped after a minute. And Tarhunas, you feel very cold stone hands grab you around the shoulder and then just kind of shake you as it pulls Eltani and you kind of clambering down because Eltani was leaning into the hedge to see over top of it. Right. And then you just hear a booming voice say, no. What do you guys do? So he like yanked Iltani down off of me. Mm -hmm. He like grabbed you by the shoulder and basically threw both of you toppling over each other down. So I'm on the ground. Yeah. He's not like acting upon you. So Tarhunas goes for his knife as he like rolls over and he gets, starts to get up to his feet. No what? And you see the slow movement of the arm up and points towards the hedge. No. Trying to decide whether he would even like realize what this thing is. Well, it's Tani's mat one. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's just a plant. He's the gardener. So? He wants to trim the hedge. We got in his way. He can wait. We are on imperial business. Look at it. It's a primitively made stone man. It doesn't understand anything of this. Certainly not the word imperial. So Tarhunas kind of like makes the... uh. When uh, Iltani was making the hand gesture, like the spooky hand gesture at him, well, can't you just make him think what you want him to? <laughs> he doesn't have a mind. I, I can't just invent a mind. Look, I got the information I needed anyway. They're on their way toward the Capitol building, looting what they can on the way. Fine. I'll grab the kid and let's head down further. You point him out to me, and I guess I'll go by myself to grab one. All right. Cool. You grabbed the kid. He was off on the side looking at a, a cute little sculpture. He's starting to touch the shrub. And oh. Tarhunas just like smacks it. Don't do that. You're able to make your way back down the building and towards the people? I don't do you want think we need to leave. I meant more like since Tarhunas can't see over the shrub, I have to be able to see the place that I'm jumping to. Yep. And this extends my range considerably. Mm-hmm the move that I just took, but it, it doesn't take away the fact that I can't just like jump to a place that I've not seen. Ah, great, 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 yeah. We established, if I'm remembering right, that you can walk outside of the building as you're going from floor. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I think that's what more what Tarhunas means. It's just like, we just need to go someplace that he can see over the edge. Great. Yeah, you guys can do that. I think also as you walk off the roof, Purox kind of like escorts you out as if you were troublemakers inside of his, his inner sanctum of peace. And as the as you're as you're walking out, the the kid like grasps at something one last time. Tarhunas' hand like shoots up and don't do that. And you see like the stone man is a Kimbo. He is about to adjudicate some justice on this ass if he tried to take a flower from this hedgerow. <laughs> 
I think as we're walking like down one of these, I, I kind of view them as like spirally stairs going down mm-hmm. to the kid Turnus. Do you know where we are? He shakes his head no. Turnus is going to look around and see if he can see like a mother with children or somebody who's like clearly a responsible adult. Oh, you see those in droves here. There are responsible adults buying fruit from responsible vendors. I think if you're looking for someone who doesn't look like, you know, scum of the earth is going to try and like gut somebody. Right. All of these people look like that. They look serene and comfortable in their skin and regular. (laughs) Very, very regular. So Turnus is going to go up to somebody who has like other kids with them. Yeah. Let's say there's a, a father of two. Two little ones. One's one's eating on uh, a lion fruit himself. Let's say the father is like there's a holding a baby. There's a baby and yeah, a, a, like a a toddler. Turnus picks the kid up off his shoulders and sets him down. I need you to watch this one for a while. Turnus pulls out like a handful of gold coins, not really looking or counting, just enough that this guy could like move into a very nice house. How many? How, how many coins is that? How many coins you got? I'm with the Empire. I assume I have, like, discretionary funds. Do you have any coins? I'm just genuinely curious. <laughs> no, I do. I have a lot of money. Cool. It's yeah. either 35 or 350. <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably 35. I'm guessing 35. Uh, that's fantastic. All right. So uh, so I think I'd probably give him, like, yeah, I five wanted... coins. Wait, here, roll percent. Here, here. You're just grabbing a random amount of money that you have roll, discretion. Roll 6 <laughs> Oh, I was I was oh. handing him percentile. Oh, <laughs> and, and yeah. like if he spends too much, he's gonna have to tell Karul where he spent all that money. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Forty-seven. <laughs> Not gonna lie, there is a chance that it's quite a bit. Karul has a hundred and ninety-four coin. I can actually read my handwriting. I would think you have three hundred fifty. Yeah. Obviously, this is a fantasy world, but most people. In most of ancient history, especially the Bronze Age, would probably not ever see money. Oh, maybe no. maybe in see... a city. I think we but... talked about the fact that in our in like the basic economy of this place, you would never see a gold coin. Right, the equivalent of one coin, like most people will never actually see. Your and the, yeah, yeah, that's that's why I legitimately was like, I think you have thirty five. You've just been through three like big campaigns. I think you have three hundred fifty, but. Handing somebody just randomly 50 coins. Yeah. Well, also, as much time as Tarhunas has spent in society, I still don't think he he gets money and you have to pay a certain amount for certain things. He just thinks it's dumb. I assume also it, it's utilitarian more than it is. like Right. When he's not out on missions, he like lives in a government apartment and gets fed government food and like mm. trains in a government facility and never really leaves because he's not allowed to. I like that. You give him 47 coins. Yeah. This man looks awestruck. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, pardon? I need you to watch this one. Uh, your son for you? I saved him from the rioting below. I'll be back. Be sure he's in the, uh, Tarnus looks down at the kid. Condition you found him in, and there'll be more. And he, like, pushes the large stack of coins into the man's hands. Probably just, like, pouring them through his fingers and stuff. Everybody uh, looks as they just clank on the floor. Uh, this is, uh, I, is, it, is this a, a joke, sir? If I... Turnus bares his teeth at him. 
do I look like the kind who makes jokes? He puts the babe to his chest. I, I'm, no, I'm sorry. I, he's at a loss for words, but he looks to the boy and he looks to his own children and to you. I, I will do my best to protect your son for you. Turnus kneels down in front of the boy whose name he still doesn't know. Stay here. I will be back, and then we will find your family. And then he points to Iltani. Remember what she'll do if you run away. The child hugs Tarhunas, right? I assume so. It was either that or he had a cowlick that you had to pat down with your head. I hadn't decided. Well, why, why? Choose. Just both yeah, happens. it's both. Okay. I, I pat the cowlick down, and then he gives me a hug. Yeah, you pat the cowlick on top of his head down. And as you kind of reach in to just to adjust him, because he looks all scruffy and he's still got spurts of lion fruit across his chin, he just comes in and hugs you. And he stays with the befuddled man who's trying to collect all the gold pieces and put them into his papoose that he has the baby in. Being very not subtle as a bunch of people just look at him. Yeah. Cool. You guys uh, have free reign? Well, I hope you feel better. Marginally. Does he know you're not coming back? Turnus starts walking towards the edge. Keep up talks like that, and I'm going to shadow jaunt you off this roof. I can do that now. You want to go ahead and roll that shadow jaunt, I guess? Yeah, I yeah. think that's where we're <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that's an 11. I just successfully go where I was aiming for. Cool. Is that you or both of you? No, Iltani said she didn't want to go. I don't want to go. Great. JD, do you want to take back over? I can do that. You're jaunting down to these fake guards, right? Yeah, I think Iltani probably pointed them out to me, and I picked kind of a shadowy alley mouth, maybe off to the back of where the the like group is engaged with the city guards. So in that case then, right, so you're you're kind of uh, hidden as of right now, but there is some craziness going on in front of you, but there are desert elves here. What do you do? No one's taking notice of you just yet. Okay. So I think that Tarhunas hunkers down deeper into the shadow and maybe pulls his hood up over his face. He's going to wait until one of the elves who is fighting the guard up ahead stumbles out of the press either wounded or just like to catch their breath and grab him and then shadow jaunt back up to where he was. Okay. I think if you're looking for somebody like that surveying this kind of area, give me a discern realities. Okay. That is a seven. You got one question. I think just the obvious one is what here is useful or valuable to me. There are definitely people who kind of get shoved out of the thrash that you could just grab and hop back. No problem. But you realize that there is someone not too far away from you, one of the desert elves covered in tattoos, marking them as someone more important than just an average grunt. The problem is they're in the midst of things. They're definitely in control of their surroundings and are not simply being tossed aside like these other ones are. They're not straggling. They're not getting left out of the group. They're well protected. They seem in total control of their faculties and like what they're doing and their positioning. But probably be pretty useful probably would so tarhunas is still underneath his big great cloak still dressed like an elf right you could be dressed like one you just don't look like one anymore right yeah so i think tarhunas keeps his hood pulled up but like slides his cloak back over his shoulders so that his arms are free and that you can like see the rest of his clothing 
and he's going to dive into the press and sort of like work his way through and up to be as close to this elf with the the tattoos as possible. Okay, give me a defy danger plus. How are you moving through the crowd exactly? I'll let you angle this. You know when you're in like a super crowded concert and everybody sort of almost moves in like a wave or like with one mind? Mm. I think he's using that motion of like push and then get pushed back, kind of that scrum to slip in between as he like kind of times his movements with the movements of the crowd and is just kind of snaking his way between people. Like, he knows he can't brute force his way through a situation like this, so he has to be more dexterous about it. This sounds like, I don't know, wisdom or intelligence to me, not yeah. not dexterity. kind of does, I mean, actually. I kind of like wisdom. Like, you're reading I like a crowd. Too. You are going with things. It's a six. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I love, Holy I shit. love Tarhune. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Oh, yeah, here's what it is. The fucking real ass city guards show up with their fucking lions and a division of them dive into this group and what was like kind of a shuffling, like push back and forth, this scrum that you mentioned devolves into just like blood and claws and knives and like short swords out, right? This is now a bloodbath that you're in the middle of. And I think you're going to get cut along a little bit and it's not, it's not really major, but it feels, it feels a little cold. Am I taking damage or... Nope, you're not taking okay. damage. Uh, it, it may be an issue later. We'll see. As things go on, you probably still have sight currently of this tattooed elf that you're going for. What do you do? Tarhunas has learned some hard lessons in his life, and one of them is that he does not do well against heavily armored opponents. So he's not even trying to like fight at this point. I think he is just trying to running tackle this guy and shadow jaunt either back into the alley or up back to the tower. He's like at this point taking what he can get. Yeah, for sure. Give yeah. me a to fight ninja plus strength. I think you're pushing your way through the crowd. Let's see it. It's 10. Cool. You like break free from the crowd. You kind of get into this eye of the hurricane. That is where this general standing and you tackle him down to the ground. He sneers at you and like, I mean, I think he's not able to, like, move his hands right away just because you full-on tackled him, but he's just going to straight try to, like, bite your nose off. But I think you're trying to shadow jaunt, so what are you going to do? Yeah, I think he's, like, trying to bite my nose, and I just put one palm on his forehead and look back up to where Iltani is and just jump with him. Give me the roll. Let's see how this goes. That's a 10 again. Whoa. Iltani uh, Tarhunas appears with this commander in front of you. God, gods, hold, hold him down. Hold him down. I'm trying. He's going to roll his head and he's going to try to catch your finger and rip that off instead. Mm. Give me a defy danger plus dex. Yeah, it's a 10 again. <laughs> yeah, Tar- Tarhunas like yanks his hand back and I think he makes a fist and goes like he's going to punch the guy and hopes Iltani is ready. Yeah, Iltani, what do you do? I'm going to try to establish a mental connection with him. So I don't know if I've read telepathy. Yeah, we haven't done this yet. So A, read it, and then B, tell me what it looks like. You can establish a mental connection with a nearby thinking creature, allowing you to communicate with them, and if they are willing, which they are not, we'll get to that, enter into (laughs) their mind and learn what they know. You can only maintain one connection at a time, and if they move too far away, the connection is severed. 
When you try to enter the mind of a creature against its will, roll plus int. On a 10+, plus, in addition to hearing what it's thinking, you learn something interesting or useful about them, or something they know about it. The GM will tell you what. On a 7-9, through nine, you also choose 1. The information's hazy. They also learn something about you. You are hit with a feedback spike. Take minus 1 forward to psionic power. When I use this move, the target knows that someone was trying to force their way into their thoughts, so I can't do it subtly. On screen, what this is is Tarhunas pulling his hand back, and I imagine forearming them, so their face is against the floor. So the side of their face is against your forearm, and, and the other side is against the floor, and you're just holding them there as they're attempting to kick. I'm gonna run up and put my hand on their head and... Fail. Ooh, baby. You guys got one of the military-trained ones. I mean, he's a mage, right? We'll find out in a second. Is he a mage or does he have like... Or he's been trained He's been trained in mentally... protective... That trope where it's like high-level soldiers with secret information have been trained in like, you know, how to protect their mind. It's not like they're mages, yeah. but they're spell fists. <laughs> spell fist? Back up. Fuck. Spell, spell fist? Yeah, it's like a muggle or like a squib or whatever from Harry Potter. It's like, I should have magic, but what? I don't. Spellfist sounds way fucking cooler than a... Well, yeah, I mean, I make the cool name. We kind of have, like, a certain tradition in the podcast of martial, magical elves, right? Mostly I'm thinking of Gashana. Yeah. So I like this idea of their commanders being, like, those who use, like, natural magical abilities to augment physical prowess. So we are talking, like, super soldier, basically, like, a super soldier Yeah, kind of. Yeah, 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 I think so. yeah, yeah. Can he do muscle mystery? <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it sounds very uncomfortable for Tarunas. <laughs> well, I I was referencing Flex Mentallo, but I mean like Big Trouble in Little China increase his body oh, mass. Oh yeah, yeah. Like muscle burst. Well, he can now. <laughs> Tarunas, this figure beneath you suddenly grows in size. Oh God, his muscles like bulge uh, with veins, almost popping. It seems like the muscle mass increases, and like even the bones seem to lengthen. And he throws the two of you off of him in the middle of this arcology tower that you guys are in. You guys are fucked. <laughs> You're tossed aside and this tattooed elf stands to his, uh, his full height. And now, now you realize what he was doing with that fucking big ass trying to think of what cool weapon he should have. He just have a big stick. I kind of like it, like a oh, what if it's like a like a tetsubo? You guys know what that is? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's a studded, a studded stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, he has a huge fucking studded stick that you just thought was like an ornate walking staff, maybe because it's like it was taller than he was. How would he use that as a weapon? Now you know, he's a big boy. He's a secret big boy. He brings this studded staff like around and sweeps it low, trying to catch both of you under the feet. What do you two do? Jump over the sweep. Yeah, I think we both do, like, cool matrixy backflips. Both of you give me a definition plus dex. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Also, it's really cool looking if this goes well. I got a nine. You're sitting on a good one for one. Yeah. I got a 12. So I think that Tarhunas is able to jump and, like, keeps his place. He's more, like, martially aware than Iltani is. Iltani, when you jump, you, like, leap backwards and you kind of fall back on your feet and you, you fall back just into the railing on the side of this tower. You have to like catch your wind a little bit before you can focus on things again. So I'm going to give you... Uh, maybe stunned, actually. I like you hitting your head more. 
because oh. you're a mind person. Yeah. Duh. I am desynced. Yeah. You stumble backwards, smash your head against the railing, and like you have double vision. You're like, oh, two secret big boys. Um, <laughs> Tarhunas, the big boy is bringing the staff back around at you. What do you do? He moves surprisingly quick for how large he is. Tarhunas is going to sort of coil shadows up around his, his hand as he flips away from the that initial swing. I think as he comes back up to his feet, he whips at the eyes because, you know, eyes are vulnerable no matter how much muscle is around them. So, yeah, I'm like attacking or snapping this shadow whip out at his face. Sure. Give me a hack and slash. Oh, wait. Actually, I have a question. Do your shadow tentacle things have reach? I forget what the tags were. Yeah, they have reach and... It's all good. As long as they have reach, I just wanted to make sure that you had range because his attack also has reach, obviously. Yep. Precise reach area and terrifying. Uh, An eight. Yep. That seems perfect. Go ahead and deal your damage. I think that as you like, as the, the whips hit him across the face, you do see his eyes like kind of widen in fear a little bit of these like crazy shadow tentacles. That is three damage. He widens in fear a little bit and like jerks his head away and you just ever so gently like cut right across his across his face. So he probably has like a little wound on his temple that you see, but it's it's certainly not very impactful. Go ahead and roll best of 2d10 as the staff smashes into you. Wow. You know, I'm I made a paper, right? (laughs) Oh, I know. (laughs) Yeah. We want you to die. I don't actually. I really like Iltani, but that's seven damage. <laughs> yeah, seven damage as it smashes you and it th- flings you across the room. You you maybe feel something break in there. It's not comfortable. Yeah, I just lost over half my hit points. So yeah, I'm assuming <laughs> shouldn't have it- gone after the commander. He's a muscle wizard. <laughs> Iltani, what are you doing? You're starting to come to a little bit. So I'm I'm slouched against the railing reeling and and trying to, as you said, rectify this double vision. As I see Tarhunas get, where did you get hit? Uh, like in the stomach, chest. Yeah, just mid-body. It was like, because it broke a rib. Yeah, when I see Tarhunas get cracked in the ribs and this muscle wizard has his back to me, I sigh at the Tarhunasness of this entire situation. You know, you'd think I'd have like an incapacitating move, but I do not. So I'm going to run and I want to jump on his back and get him in like a headlock and I'm gonna try to fuck with his brain when I get up there. I can stand back here and do like magic stuff, but also that seems really interesting. So yeah, we're, get we're, in no, there. I like we're gonna, it. I like we're it gonna jump on his back. Yeah. Give me a defy danger plus this is a pretty good leap, it feels like. So I'm I'm leaning in strength. If you you have the acrobatic shit, right? Just give me a little more flourish and I'll give you decks. He gets Tarhunas in the in the ribs and he begins turning toward me wanting to incapacitate me further and i roll quickly out of the way and dash when i jump up to him i land foot first on his shoulders and and then just crouch down and i'm gonna grab around his eyes with my full body so i'm i'm kneeling on his shoulders as opposed to like sitting on his back yeah that's great actually so yeah i'll I'll give you the decks on that defy that danger Ah, no! that, that, didn't, that didn't matter oh, at all. It's a four. What a f- garbage oh. fire. Oh, what a garbage oh. fire. Oh. Oh. oh, yeah. This big boy just fucking brings his staff up and swats you away like a fly. Oh. That's so good. Oh. Uh, wait. That's really funny. 
Best of 2d10, brother. I rolled it, and I got two ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yes. you rolled oh, a percentile. Shit. That's I, what I thought. I was you like, you want zeros for tens. I yeah. was, I was like frustrated. I'm like, this is gonna fucking kill me. And I roll it, and I'm like, huh, two ones. That's yep. amazing. <laughs> Proof in the pudding, right here. I am here. I saw it. So it doesn't swat you away quite like a fly. I think it catches, like he catches you in the foot. Like your armor still applies. So even if yeah, this I, might be no I, damage. I don't you, have right? any armor now. Okay, so you're gonna take one damage, but I think you are just able to like. It's kind of catching you, but at the same time, you're like kind of using your other foot to pull away or push off of the staff. It's going to spiral you, so you're going to like spin around literally in air before you slam into the ground. <laughs> you're going to take one hit point, but otherwise you're okay. It's not as bad as it could have been. You're not dead. I should be. Tarhunas, what are you doing? Quick question. If, say, they failed again, could we make him get bigger? Like he just he, he gets even bigger? I didn't have a get bigger move, but I'll go ahead and move. Would you would you add that? Would you add that to the move set? Get bigger. Then it's best of two. I didn't think about it. Yeah. I just think that's fucking dope. Does he have armor on or did it just like shred off of his body? I think it's shredded mostly. Yeah. Okay. God, this character is great. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, Why aren't cool. you role playing this muscle wizard? <laughs> I'm going to throw this out just to add some drama. I think that our secret big boy sees Iltani as an easy target to just take out now and is approaching and lifting the staff over to just hopefully finish her off. Actually, perfect. Tarhunas is going to snag the bow that he's got, and I have a move that may apply. So I have Misericord. Uh, when you take the time to carefully aim an attack against a defenseless or unaware creature, your damage roll is maximized. Since he doesn't have any armor and his back is to me. True, true. But you have to take your time. You can do that. But Eltani is definitely under threat right now. I'm getting smooshed. Yeah. I mean, I realize that this this role is a uh, a risky one. Okay. All right. No problem. Yeah. You're going to take your time. You have to. So you have to roll for Misery Cord? I still have to roll like the volley. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. So we'll get there. But first, Eltani, this staff is coming down at you. What do you do? You're waiting on Tarhunas, but it doesn't happen. I'm just going to have to roll out of the way. I Just rolling out of the way. All right. Give me a Defy Danger plus Dex. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. That's a six. Yeah. Oh, man. Should we just do damage? Do you want to just do damage or am I just dead? Which is also fine. No, no. I I want the damage because you rolled two ones last time. Yeah, exactly. So you might do something, you know, like a a not. Oh, God. Hey, he's got eight life. It's not so much when I'm rolling best of two d10. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, that's an eight. Ah! Is it? Yeah. Exactly an eight. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you don't have exact. any armor. Zero. Oh my god. All right, Tarhunas, you see this staff smashed down to the ground. You don't see Iltani move. There is a cloud of dust because the floor just got crushed through. But hey, you activated your move or whatever. So go ahead and roll it, I guess. <laughs> Oh, no! Are you fucking kidding me? No. no. It's a seven. It's a oh, seven. Okay. okay. All right. Oh, yeah. He has plus three. He has plus three. All right. Three. All right. Okay. 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 Make your choice on the volley, yeah? Are you just going to spin an ammo? That's boring. It is boring, but, boring. but you're it's, dead. But he does 2d10 and you just died. <laughs> Tarhunas, you're you're able to take a couple of uh, shots. You do just max damage, right? Yeah, I just deal eight damage. The secret big boy, he gets shot a couple times with some arrows in the back. I think knowing that Iltani is crushed underneath his staff, 
he is going to wrench it out of the ground. And as he does so, you're like, is he is he flexing more? It appears to be growing larger as it turns to face you, Tarhunas. What are you doing? So he like busted through the floor, right? With that last swing? Yeah. And he's bigger now? He's working on it. He's All right. getting there. So I'm going to describe to you what I'm going to what Tarhunas is going to try to do. Go on. All these wooden structures are very tenuously, maybe not tenuously, but like they're suspended off the side of the tower. Yeah, I think they're like beautifully like yeah. woven, right? So they're probably they do seem delicate to the touch, right? Right. Tarhunas is going to try and get this big boy to break the floor and weaken the ground underneath of him. So he's going to like dodge around and like try to get him to swing at delicate points on the structure and try to drop the structure underneath of his own feet. Yep, like it. Give me a Defy Danger plus Int. That's an 11. He smashes this other support, right? And the whole structure cracks and you feel that weight give out from under it, right? It's not the floor that goes. It's that, like, he knocks the support out and it's been hanging off of this scaffolding and it... The entire room, essentially, that you guys are in sinks about three feet. It's not going to last long. Tarhunas, what do you do before this structure collapses? Our big boy is getting bigger and is realizing that this is maybe not a good situation to be in. I can get us out of here. I can save your life. Or I can let you fall. But you have to tell me what I want to know. Fuck you, human trash. Yeah, Tarhunas is going to shadow jaunt back up to the, the ledge up above. Yeah, he's going to try to smash you with his staff at the same time. Go ahead and give me that roll. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, baby. That was a five. Oh! No! You are so fucked. Best of 3D20, go. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, you got a best of 2D12. I'm sorry. What are you at? Oh, mama. All right, right, so. (laughs) Oh, mama. Approximately the same that I had. Oh. I'm at one hit point. Oh! (laughs) <laughs> that's perfect. I think that you're able to jaunt out, but you like get hit by the staff, right? Like as you're jaunting. When you land in like the core of this of the tower that's under shadow that you're jaunting to, that's not falling. Yeah. You smash into the wall right away because you've already been hit by this thing and your momentum like carries you out of your jaunt. That's a really cool visual. And then the that room that you're in fucking collapses without screaming, without like being upset at all, this giant elf crashes to the ground beneath you probably crushing some of the people that were fighting below (laughs) Uh, let's finish this out iltani describe what the fuck happens when one of your bodies die this is unprecedented you're not really going to the black gates but kind of i'm not going to the black gates you're still gonna get a breath move in here kind of right which is what kind of what i'm like aiming for yeah i have an opportunity here in the last gasps of my mind to transfer it to another living body nearby I look furtively to the people running and screaming and hiding from this battle as it's taking over this floor. And Iltani, not sure if she has the strength, attempts to transfer her mind into the one thing that could still hurt Tarhunas, even even from, we'll say, the grave. And if you'll allow me, I'm going to roll the last breath move, and we'll adapt it as necessary. Interesting. All right. That is an eight. 
You get a deal. Interesting. Does anybody have anything in mind for this? Like what this would... Uh, um, I could see there being a consequence to this. Yeah, there's there's some really interesting space. Eltani, you were in a pretty hard space. The thought I had was uh, you're sharing. That's fun. You don't quite push out the former uh, host and user of said sleeve. Oh, man. It's really good. That's fun. And that's also tormenting. What body are you jumping into? I think you can describe it. It's still your character. Oh, it's the kid's body. Oh, it's the kid? (laughs) It's the kid that Tarhunas was carrying around. And so this little ragamuffin, all, you know, four feet tall. I just picture him with a bowl cut. I don't know. Dirty dirty with a bowl bowl cut. cut, Dirty blonde bowl cut. (laughs) Ugh, the worst. So, Tarhunas. You get smashed into a wall after shadow jaunting, and you open your eyes blurry, and the first thing you see is the child you've been attempting to protect. You just had to choose the fucking mage in the party, didn't you? enjoying this whole excursion because we're finding out how like petty and shitty you two are to each other all the time and it's delightful it's <laughs> like yeah, fuck you <laughs> just just kiss already we talked a little bit ago and we're like neither of us like each other yeah oh, yeah no cruel is my dad <laughs> oh, jesus christ <laughs> you can't just come into my family like yeah. this oh my god that's brilliant it what does, does that make Kanea like the weird cousin? <laughs> He's the drunk uncle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, we have to tolerate him. He's part of the family. <laughs> you know, that's me now. <laughs> oh, man, me too. <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, uh, Ali and I were talking the other day, and it was there was a, a thing I saw about like Fleetwood Mac fans, and it was like <laughs> <laughs> Nathan's. What it was like, uh, like middle-aged women and then another one was just your alcoholic uncle and i was like shit oh i am that one <laughs> fuck yep no i'm not in the background thing. of early morning christmas videos of my nephew <laughs> drinking two beers at once <laughs> i don't know what you mean hell yeah i was drinking one then the other <laughs> yeah those are, those, are, those are at once you can't have two beer cans in your mouth at once you one the other. <laughs> you look at the picture and you're stone cold. I was going to say, who am I? Stone cold? Jesus. Oh, I guess I did. Oh, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Was that a fucking wrestling reference that Ryan got? Ring the bell. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I, I've seen the stone cold documentary many times. <laughs> also, again, stone cold on hot ones was fantastic. He was a, a real trooper. Mm-hmm. I've also watched a lot of Broken Skull Ranch, so <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, I have not and will you're, not. You're missing out. That's the good shit. Uh, like, le- legit. It's, it's so dumb and it, bad. <laughs> yeah, it's 
Anything that's certified by Nathan as legit, I just <laughs> automatically like, I'm like, nope. <laughs> I know I can avoid that shit. Anything Nathan shamefully says like, yeah, it's pretty good. I'm like, yeah, that's what I want. But when Nathan's like, oh, hell yeah. I'm like, yeah, that, that's, there's no way. That's <laughs> it, is, it is very, very dumb. Even for like serious. a sports competition show. For amateur, like it's not like a, a like an actual sport. It's and it's just like Stone Cold, like yeah, put your heart into it. <laughs> I just love like you I'm trying to Skullbuster. I'm trying to think of the things that Nathan has like, ever oh. like resoundingly told me to watch. So Broken Skull Ranch, Marty Jannetty versus Doink the Clown, like <laughs> anything you and that enthusiastically every single, every single tournament of death. Exactly. Thank you. It's like no. When Nathan gets excited, you know you need to tread cautiously because you're probably getting something you're gonna regret. Watching. This isn't good or bad. It's just bizarre. Yeah. Listen to me. It's just. It's just a thing that you should. You. Need it's to- fun. I can't be alone out here. I need someone else in my in my atmosphere. Well, if you ever want to get drunk and watch Broken School Ranch, just hit me up because yeah. that show is gold. Listen, I'm, I'll watch Yu Yu Hakusho again before I watch fucking Broken Skull Ranch. Yeah, I mean, that's not a bad trade-off. Exactly. I'll yeah, t- you, you win that one. I know. That's a fucking great tournament uh, structure. I'll trade this good thing for the bad thing you're offering me. <laughs> Exa- well, I, I, all right. Anyways, uh, okay, <laughs> you so- guys are dealing with this, with this, with this uh, stone man. Yeah, yeah. And then, in this case, plus one as it's no longer lo, sorry if, as it's no larger than a halfling. So plus three total. I'm sorry, a what? A child. A child. Mm, okay, I just I didn't understand the unit of measurement you were using there. Half yeah, halflings don't exist in our world. Yeah, a, a what? I'm sorry. I just heard static for a second. 